Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to Viterium Awakening. I am your host and dungeon master, Robin Caulfield. And with me tonight, as always, is James, who plays Sick. Hello, uh, my name is James. I play Sick. We both used they, them. Uh, Renee, who plays Ten. Hi, I am Renee, who plays Ten. I use she, her. Ten uses she, they. Eleni, who plays Ahara. Hi, I'm Eleni. I play Ahara. We uh, both use she, they. And Sil, who plays Faina. Hey, everybody. I am Sylvia. I play Faina, a verbal rogue. We both use she, her pronouns. And without further ado, the recap of the last episode. The party met with the dragonborn lord of House Duelist. Alden offered the party their second job in as many days, offering them a reward for information on a peculiar tiefling bearing the crest of House Olivara on the night of the heist that led to the party stealing a deck of many things from the great house duelist. Shortly after that, the party went on their way unsure what to do out into the freezing rain scampering back to their inn trying to get out of the elements you all sit at a table in your room wherever it may be without a true course of action so what's up everybody what is the plan do we do we have a plan i flop down on the bed and say no what do no. we do? Are you raising wow. your hand? Yes, I'm, I'm raising my hand. Okay, I, I point and pick on you. Uh, okay, uh, well, as fun as all this is, I was up really early making pastries this morning, so I'm kind of tired. And I do have work in the morning, which are all welcome to join me. Um, I, like I said, I am a tour guide. I think I said that a while back, but I just wanted to reiterate that, that I do tours when I'm not being mischievous uh so you're all welcome to join me tomorrow um and pitch in any ideas or if something sparks your interest um but you'll be able to just you'll see me walking through town i'll have my big flag on uh and maybe be rattling my uh tin can full of bent nails you'll you'll see it i'm i'm hard to miss um but you're all welcome to to join me on my my little tour i I need to do tomorrow it's kind of how i i pay i pay my bills because um this last Mission I thought was going to pay better than it was, uh, so uh, I'm still I'm still going to be need to do that. I also yeah. need resources, but uh, I need to get some sleep because I need to wake up at like f- five in the morning. I need to wake up before the rooster crows, basically. All right, fair, fair. I mean, I, I suppose we could all get some sleep and figure this out tomorrow. Sure, you know they say to like sleep on it and i could maybe use some sleep on it i can make some great tea for that oh yes please it's a good remedy is the is it normal tea is it oh it's it's not it's (laughs) (laughs) if you consider if you consider medicine from the earth normal then yes oh okay okay i thought maybe he spiked it with some rum i do that sometimes (laughs) oh that's entirely possible and delicious (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's pretty great. Okay. 
well then, I'm. I'll I'll bid you all adieu, and I'm gonna go to sleep in my own my own room. Okay, so you all go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Sick. I assume you go home, or do you stay? Yeah, yeah I take the the like fifteen minute walk back to uh, my little goblin party hut. Uh, so, Tin, are you staying in your own room as well? Yes. Cool. Okay, so you all have your own rooms. Uh, sick, you go all the way home. Uh, and sleep finds you all. Eventually. Some later than others. Uh, real quick, uh, Sick, your, your god is this. Yes? Yes. Okay. C. And did anybody else have a particular god that they follow? Not yet. Not not yet. Not yet for Tim. Uh, that was a no for Faina and a no for Ahara, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have that. So, you all find sleep. Sick, you piled around with any number of goblins who just sort of fell where they may. A typical mm-hmm. night for you. Mm-hmm. After many long days of stressful interactions, the rain almost soothes each of you to sleep. Ten, Ahara, Fena, you all sleep soundly through the night. A peaceful, restful sleep and sick For the second straight night, you dream of a bridge. And as you walk to the middle of that bridge, the way behind you collapses, the way ahead of you crumbles as you step. Although this time, there is no visitor. There is no voice. There is only rain. You stand on a bridge, isolated in the middle of an unknown body of water, rain coming down, thunder off in the distance, no sight of land anywhere near. But eventually morning comes, and you awake from this dream, as do each of you from your typical night's sleep. And sick, it is time for you to get to work. Sweet. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your goblin tour guide job around the sure city thing. of Valana? Sure thing. Please. So Sick would get up, read their book, uh, per what they do every morning. Then they would go into their kind of uh, burlap satchel that they keep their clothes in um, and pull out a a very darker green than their current skin color um, shorts and button-down shirt that has short sleeves tuck their tie that's a, like a this bright red tie into it uh fasten all their pins of authenticity and um, kind of field work that they've done pull out an extendable rod that has a red flag at the top of it that they use to to get um the, the people's attention and kind of just hurl the group with them make sure to collect their can full of bent nails that they like to shake to scare off creatures 
uh, and then adjust their fitted uh, little little baseball style cap and pull out their cl- like clothes to kind of straighten it from the the wrinkled uh, quality. They would most likely like say morning to their Mata and mom and Doma and their uncles and aunts and nieces and nephews um, probably get in a fight with Daisy, their sister there uh, over clothing options and styles. And then just start heading into town, going to their, their, their kind of place of business. It really isn't, I would, it wouldn't be necessarily a, a business say itself. It's more something that's run by like another more experienced ranger who realizes that the local flora and fauna and sites to be seen and Falana are kind of interesting and sick takes people out on tours and just kind of, uh, make sure that they don't die as they, if they scrape their knee or any children get lost, try to scare them back to the group kind of thing. Basically wearing a boy scout outfit. Great. <laughs> That's on brand. What are you other three doing this morning before six sets out on their day job. Mm, probably got up. Probably around, uh, let's say, 6 a.m. or so. Um, walked downstairs to see if I could get some kind of breakfast together or uh, see if I could pay for some breakfast. Um, I'm really just kind of worried about what our next steps are as a group. Um, so I might just be trying to find a table that's really easy to find. And um, so when everyone else joins me downstairs, they could see me and I'm going to, whenever they do, probably usher them over. So when you get down there, you're actually going to find me because I got up early. Chilling in my same like booth next to a window, sipping some tea. Has the rain stopped or is it still raining? Uh, it is very gray, cloudy skies. There is no rain at the moment, but it is, it is a, there's a damp feeling in the air. Okay. So still pretty cozy as far as I'm concerned. So I'm just kind of. Cozy inside. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you're very, you're very cozy and mm-hmm. you're very quiet and cozy. And I'm just going to see you at the table and like loudly plank down some like food <laughs> next to you and go all right so i guess you should wait for 10 Boop. i mean i'm yeah, just nervous 10, I'm start eating. uh like tossed and turned all night so she didn't sleep well and basically like instead of uh instead of sleeping in or like trying to resist this she eventually embraces it uh, so I, I will think it's like shortly after you settle in, she tried and tried and tried to stay in bed and get just a few hours. Um, but after tossing and turning and feeling like sleep was impossible, she makes her way downstairs, uh, looking a little bit disheveled and not as, uh, I'm going to say refined, but like yesterday before stepping out in the rain to visit house doula she had her hair like with braids and flowers in it and today it's just clearly unbrushed and 
she's got a little bit of bags under her eyes as she makes her way over to the table where you were at. Hi. I'll pour her another cup of tea. tea. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Is it a good morning? I haven't decided yet. Do you sleep okay? No. Did you? Yeah, I actually did. Sorry. I should have made tea. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody went to bed so fast, I just figured you guys were tired. I didn't want to bother anybody. Does your tea help people sleep? Yeah. Yeah, I have I have um I have I have helped uh plenty of people get a little bit more cozy and comfortable and fall asleep. That sounds amazing and the next time I'm going to bed with so much anxiety, I will absolutely let you know. Sounds good. I'm happy to help. Uh, for now, though, let's see about getting some food in us. Although I think Ahara's already got that covered for for, for herself. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet, but um, <sighs> wish I had more pastries. Me too. Pastries help everything. I'll see if I can find something sweet for breakfast. So, well, they have plenty of like croissants and like honey breads uh here at the inn that you are staying at i'll get a couple of honey buns and come back nice <laughs> oh perfect oh my goodness honey buns make everything better so many sweet things it's different it's nice do they not have sweeter croissants and honey breads where you come from oh they're not super common uh, where I'm from, but even then, I just never learned how to make them. It just never came up. I get that. <laughs> um, if impatiently, um, Ahara just like puts down her fork and knife and like looks at everybody at the table, and then I'm just like expectantly trying to figure out what we should, what are, what are we doing, um. And this could be in character or out of character, but maybe we should discuss a little bit. Like, what are we? Because I haven't, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. Oh, uh, as Ahara kind of asks this, uh, Ten stuffs a big bite of honey bun into her mouth and nods and kind of mummers as if she has thoughts and then once she swallows, she says, I was really hoping that if I just like took a bite and chewed for a little bit, I'd figure something out. But I didn't figure something out all last night. I haven't figured something out today. I honestly, I have no clue. Um, okay. I mean, maybe Sick would know something and he's, they're working today and I just don't want to. At times like this, I like to make a list of pros and cons. Okay. Okay. So let's do that. And I'll tug out a little piece of parchment and just write pro and con. Great. So we have several tasks that we could choose from. Uh, let's list out one of them and discuss it first. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say kill Lord Dealess. Okay. Oh, God. I know, even just saying it gives me more anxiety. <laughs> she sips the tea again. Maybe chugs the tea a little uh, bit. So 
right off the bat, con would be murder, which murder is, is yes, the con. Um, getting know, caught is a con. Getting caught. A uh, high profile kill is a is a con. Potentially, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, increased chance of, of dying. Well, we already have getting caught, which I would assume means death. Uh, well, uh, no risk to life. Absolutely. Um, it's a high profile. So increased chance of, uh, lawful action post, uh, task complete. Let's see. What are some of the pros here? My reputation. Just throwing that one out there. Reputation is on the line. Are there pros to this task? Uh, the pro is that the tiefling claiming to work for the emperor does not tell that we stole the thing from House Dutless. Right. So pro is not incurring the wrath of the emperor. Of Maybe. Entire. We don't even know for sure that this tiefling works for the Emperor. It seems very suspicious that they would. It is. And we've never heard of them before. Okay, putting that under the con list, unsure if Messenger is telling the Okay, uh, the tiefling that we met who claims to work for the Emperor, what is their like title? Dimitri is considered to be a warden of House Olivar. Warden, okay. So, obviously one of the more controversial asks, um, however, was there, payment was promised for this, correct? Or was it just to save our skin? You know, I can't recall any payment. I, uh, yeah. No payment. Definitely a con, big con. Under the con. <laughs> however, However, Dimitri did show proof that they had, like, the visible memory. Like, they basically pulled the memory out of their own head, showed uh, Sick, and was like, yes, I saw what you did, and I have proof of it. So if you don't do this, like, if you do this, this will be erased. But if you don't do it, mm-hmm. question mark. There was there was no clear consequence, but you can assume you would assume it would be. Dimitri uh, also offered everyone two hundred and fifty gold pieces, but I told them fifty gold pieces. Wait, did you really? I don't remember that. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, that's right, because you wanted to keep some for yourself. That's right. I remember. Okay, that's right. I wanted to do something with it. Okay. awful um well for now we have we don't remember that there's a reward so we're considering it without reward at all other than uh saving our own necks and even then there's not a guarantee of that who's to say that the first question i would ask about this dimitri fellow haven't met him uh but sounds not pleasant but the first question I would have is, what's stopping him from spilling our secret anyway? Yeah, that's a good point. And he thinks we can be useful. Well, then he may have to provide a little more incentive. If that's what he truly wants. 
And anyway, if there was no reward for this task, my main reason in coming here was for money. That's what yeah. I need. So, maybe this is number two on the priority list. Let's just dot it there and put a pin in it and come back. Okay, next thing. And she'll, like, flip to the other side and draw the other pro and con list again. What's next on the docket? <sighs> Didn't we meet some fairy king or something to do with the fairy king? Fairy? I, yeah. I, I think... That is a very valid thing, and I don't want to overlook it, but I do think we should look at the other issue, which is hand-in-hand hand with the first one we discussed, and that is turn Dimitri over to House Dulis. Okay. Turn? Yeah, crossing that out. Turn Dimitri over to House Dulis. Pro, con, divided. Okay. What are the cons of that situation? Dimitri knows what we did. Knows what we did. Supposedly, right? <laughs> he he didn't show us entirely. He showed us some. Uh, I'd have to ask Sick, but they said that he had proof for Sherzies. For Sherzies. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> ergo, if we turned him over, he may rat us out. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, also leading to potential death. What else? Is there a scenario where we don't die? I don't know yet. Uh, Dimitri might work for the emperor, in which case handing him over would be very bad for us. If Dimitri does work for the emperor, turning him in may result in harsher punishment. Yeah. Okay. And what are the pros of this situation? We get in good with House Dulis. Which gives us... Well, we did steal from them the other night, so it does give us some sort of immunity. If successful, House Dulis does not suspect us and could potentially mm -hmm. provide immunity. That seems like a better pro than the first task. I agree. My only concern is if Dimitri can prove that it was actually us. He has that ability to take memories and project them. I wonder if you witnessed the events. Anybody that has an ability like that may also have the ability to fabricate. Ah, uh, you think uh, maybe we could say it's fabricated? Do we have any physical proof on us that we did our task? Yes. Gems, ah, yeah. That's right. And who's to say that those gems are in fact connected to this particular thing that we're accused of doing? <coughs> who's to say we did not come across <coughs> them some other way? Is that actually proof? <coughs> oh, oh, I, I heard from a window. <laughs> the wind spoke to me. We, we do have a team member that um, has a job. <laughs> we can um, launder some of our gems through through sick and his his part-time gig. You think we should use the part-time job to have Again. them what? Like act as a go-between? <laughs> I, 
Harrison make no no decisions ever. This is, this is turning into like Breaking Bad, the D and D Wait, wait, this escalated. Hear me out. Hear me out, though, just for a second. These are jewels. These are these yeah. are these are gems we're talking about, right? There's not. It's not like regular money. Well, who's to say people don't pay in gems? Normally, people exchange gems for coin. Okay. That's easily okay, done. So, we, so just an extra step. We then just have sick change the gems for coins somewhere. But here's the thing, though. Even even I feel like laundering is even an extra unnecessary step. There's really no marking on them the same way that coins have markings to ensure their validity. The only real thing is, are they you know, genuine gems or not, which we've exchanged them for goods before, so they are. Really not concrete proof tying us specifically to this crime. Right, right. Okay. We did, like, sell one thing with the, or buy one thing with those gems. I just don't remember what it is. Was it a basket? Yes. It was the basket. Was it the basket? It was the basket. I Correct. thought I used gold. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we exchanged. I thought you used gold, too. I, you bought two very I expensive d- I baskets. Did, no, I thought I used gold, because now I only have one gold. I took it out of my... Yeah, you spent... You know what it was? You did spend all your gold. I gave you gems to pay you back, because I felt bad that I didn't do anything <sighs> yesterday. Okay. And I could have used... So we right. haven't okay. actually spent them yet. No one except for the four of you has touched or seen those okay. gems. Right. Well, the four of you are the only ones in possession. What if they gems? never right. find the gems? What if we find a place to stash the gems and then come back to them at another point in time? Or we just take them with us and cash them in at a different town for money. Oh, that could work. Or that, even just to they... check their validity, you know? Right. That this could be something we found in the side of the road. And, right. You know, People find gems on the side of the road all the time. Just happened to find a dropping point who knows maybe we took them from some worse criminal right who may have you know wanted to receive them as payment and now we're just checking to see if they're real and if they are real well fantastic we'd love to sell them okay um do i have one of the gems on my person right now Mm -hmm. can i inspect them to see if there's any type of markings or anything that the pirate would know uh, you can roll an investigation check. Okie dokie. Uh, James, did Sick tell us uh, what their work schedule was for today? Like, do we know any of that? Or did they just kind of duck out because they needed to get up early? Uh, I, f- I feel like, if anything, generally where it starts and what okay. time. I got a 10. Okay. Uh, there are no strange or unnatural markings on the gems that you currently possess. So truthfully, let's lay out the facts of what has actually happened so far. We completed a task, received not the reward we were promised, received some reward because frankly I did a but we received some reward and not some terrible punishment, which is great. The perpetrator the person who is really after that item is gone. No trace. Uh, we have not yet purchased anything with what winnings we did come away with. So there's no proof that we have recently acquired any kind of additional wealth through unseemly means. 
we have one person who claims to have seen what we've done, but could just as easily be capable of fabricating such a memory. We have a opportunity to turn that person over uh, and uh, simultaneously clear our name and punish the person, the only person that truly knows what happened or claims to truly know what happened. Hmm. That seems fairly clear cut. Now let's get to that Faye problem. That's really fascinating to me. Okay, <laughs> okay but I do want to come back to the emperor thing at some point. I'm fine with moving on for now, yeah, because there's a lot. There's just a lot. That's what this right. is for. So flipping again. Let's address the problem with the Faye. Pros and cons. What are our cons? We can potentially upset a very powerful fairy king. Potentially upsetting powerful magical beings from a different dimension. Pretty big con. Also known as a oh, god. Also known as a god. Oh, okay. I will cross out powerful beings and write god. God <laughs> from a different dimension. That seems pretty urgent. Uh, what... Else? Well, we had to find gates, right? And um, they're all very hidden and I suspect guarded and dangerous. Complicated so tasks with high risk of death. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that's not really much different from the rest of this, is it? Fair. Ah. Uh, yeah. Any other cons that we can think of for upsetting the fit? I mean, those are pretty big. Yeah, pretty big, but you know, pretty pretty easily summed up. What are our pros for the for doing this then? Gaining um, the favor of the fae, surely. Yeah, definitely. Gaining That's... the favor of said powerful god from a different dimension. So, on the pro side of this fae thing, did they did they offer us money? They did not. But no. they did offer to like take care of that whole mess where we released like the imposter who's not Raycon and probably a lot worse than Raycon. Yeah, the trickster god, but the trick imposter of the trickster god. Eh, right. Yeah. Okay, so and pro save the world. Con no money. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and they did say favor of the gods because all of the gods would be glad if the world was saved. Yes, favor yeah. of the gods. That could well, be very useful. You know, it's not an immediate goal, I think. I think the paying jobs would be more immediate, but this is absolutely something to work with. It's more for. like the broad picture. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I think that's kind of what they implied, maybe, is that this is like a a long-term goal that Ooh, we would we would need to kind of break down this veil between dimensions job security right so if we yeah. figure out the short-term situation with the other two problems we're facing then this we could just we just need to decide if or if not we're going to do it not so much which one but i honestly i'm going to say a pro for me is that i'm curious 
I just, I feel like I've kind of been drawn to the Fae for a big part of my life, and I didn't really realize it until we were there in the Dreaming Plane. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'd kind of like I'm to see I'm so where glad it goes. to hear you say that. Really? I'm so glad to hear you say that. Ten oh. and Faina drawn to the Fae, quote, possible life purpose generation question That's mark question mark <laughs> that is that is question mark question a mark. lofty goal well that's all of our tasks right now right yeah yeah i think that does everybody it, feel yeah. a little bit more clear it's not bouncing so out much. of our brains anymore that was thank you, know? you. Sometimes yeah. getting things out on paper really helps. You can kind of look at things objectively. Now, one thing I will say, all of these tasks have longer con lists than pro lists. Now, I first, usually when I try and do this, I try to look for the thing with the bigger pro list. Uh, these aren't that. Luxury. We don't have that. Uh, that's pretty much the way. The longest pro list is on the Fae task, but that's also a long-term thing. So yeah. I would say while we keep that in the back of our minds is very high priority in the immediate future, not first priority. I would say that's third priority. Right. I'd um, also be interested to know what sick thinks, but they're not going to get off work until later. And honestly, at this point I am feeling better. Like I might could even go along for their tour and not feel like I were distracted the entire time, you know? Are you saying we should go uh, bombard sick during his, Job. Yeah, let's go do that. I think, I think I'm gonna get another honey bun. I think they might <laughs> appreciate it. You know, like they you, they mentioned so last night that work. they have their job, and so I don't know. I think I think maybe it was possibly a not so subtle hint that they want us to come by. You know. Okay. Oh wow, you really picked up on that. That's interesting. I, I don't know. Never, I just I, I feel like sick that. sick is. They have such a, a vibrant and uh, bold personality, but I think it would mean something to them if we showed some interest in what they do day to day here. Okay. Yeah. I I'll mean, get an extra honey bun for, for him. Them. Them. So the three of you uh, with some extra honey buns uh, head to where... Sick is waiting and ready for a tour. Just in time, too, as this is normally about the time Sick would be leaving. Uh, however, given the weather and the fact that the Harvest Festival just ended two days ago, business is a little slow right now. Mm. Uh, so the three of you are the only ones who have shown up for the tour. <gasps> oh, thank goodness we went to visit their job, my God. <laughs> wow, this is a really great turnout. Double double what I usually have. This is um, this is an amazing turnout. Thank you for showing up, everyone. Uh, I rolled a die to see how many people would show up, and if I rolled a one on uh, <laughs> the D10, no one would show up. <laughs> Uh, and I did, in fact, roll a one. Double. So, so you normally have one and a half people here. Well, I. It's a rough estimate. It's a rough estimate. 
Sometimes I count children as just a, a half person because they're not quite right. grown yet. Um, right. But usually, yeah, I'm, I'm leading a person um, around town. Yeah. Well, uh, I brought you a honey bun. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so what would you like to know about the town and the surrounding area? I can put it in my fanny Absolutely pack. Everything. As a uh, sick slides their leather pouch from behind them in front and puts the sick the the bun inside and then turns it back around. The other ranger um, sort of clears her throat. <clears throat> sick. They need to pay. We are running a business. Wait, well, you heard him. <clears throat> yeah. Uh... I figured we have some gems that we don't need, so. Oh, uh, sure. Well, uh, <laughs> I would, have some would, gold. How much? How would much you be is... able to provide change? Wink. I, I mean, <laughs> would you would you be able to provide some change for me? Oh wait, wait. Like hey, if sick. we were to do a trade. No. Gold, gold will suffice. Three gold oh, pieces. I see. Okay. No problem. I, I have three gold uh, pieces. Can I please pay for this? Yes. Yes, you you can. Okay. Uh, Ten s- s- throws some gold at this ranger because, A, she is super concerned after uh, Ahara mentioned money laundering over <laughs> breakfast, and B, because, I don't know if I said one or A, but A and B, uh, <laughs> thick. Uh, did just do this weird like wink thing and she is majorly uncertain of what that means uh, and so in panic <laughs> is paying to cover for this yep uh, the other ranger just pockets the gold and sort of waves you waves you off okay okay I'm sorry I panicked uh, show us the town everything you have to know can I roll a history check? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Please do. Oh my god. I, ho- I hope it's bad. I hope it's real yeah, bad. I'm so upset there isn't at least some kind of camera involved because that was so great. <laughs> it's a nine. nine. Okay, yeah. uh, roll me a religion check as well. One. Plus. One. Plus. <laughs> One, so two. <laughs> okay. So, Sick, the you know there is a temple to Sorosei here. That is all you know on the religion side. You know nothing about it. You don't know when it was built. You don't know how long it's been there. You just know you walk past it. People often go in there. Uh, it's basically the central building in the town, and it is the largest uh, building outside of the Order of Merchants and... The house duelists keep. Uh, in terms of the town's history, you know approximately however many weeks or months you have lived here. That is what you know. Uh, so you know the name of the town is Valana. You know it is often busy. Uh, house duelist lives here. Uh, people come to apply for permits at the Order of Merchants. 
for their businesses and there are places to eat and drink and also sleep there's also a clock tower but that is really the extent of your knowledge you are more of a i can point at this building and say i can read the name on it and say this is house duelists keep and then over here we have a temple and then another building where business is done uh and that's it that's our tour folks yeah have you ever been to the 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 dragonfly inn i hear it's wonderful we have house duelists over there um or bobs bobbles and bobs um you know that that's that's great as well it's a great little little store um excellent you you were all staying at the dragonfly inn yeah oh yeah yep um oh no i'm sorry that That, that's where uh, you did that's where you did your shady deal Yes. Oh, right, with, right, right. The, with the deck. You were saying yeah. at some other unnamed in. We are familiar, yes. <laughs> Sick, uh, what um, is but, your favorite yeah. part? You know, my favorite part is um, meeting all the new people, you know, deflecting questions back onto them, just wondering what oh. they do with their lives, and then finding some kind of common ground as I show them hills and trees and wild things well i like hills and trees and wild things so you've sold me hills and trees (laughs) and wild things are my entire life Uh, hills and trees and wildlife is the name of this episode (laughs) also not too far away from here there is a large bridge uh i once crossed to get here it is wonderful and big um and outside of that um 300 miles long. Wow. Yes, very big. Yeah, it's it's that big, like what the ranger said there. <clears throat> but yes, uh, so what would everyone like to see in this town? I will lead the way. Someone say something. Uh, the, the <laughs> clock tower sounds fascinating. Yes, let's be on our way, and I will regale you with tales of the clock tower. Wonderful. It is a clock tower. Every day when the hands reach the top of the hour, it rings. Oh, such a lovely ring. It goes beam, bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 ba-dum, bum, bum. Would you say that the time is fairly accurate? Uh, It's more accurate than I am, so yes. Ah, right. Then it's useful. Very useful. Normally, I just go by the sun. It is a great so. place to, yeah, yeah. It's a great place to like look at and stare until time. Yes. Before that, no one knew what time it was during the day. It, it was a real travesty. People would wake up at midnight, go to bed at noon. No one really knew what to do with themselves. Oh, I isn't time an illusion? Yes, it, it is a it's a human made construct that I understand that the Fae do not understand. So uh, it is something that mere mortals merely pretend to know. Fascinating, an yes. entire monument built to an illusion. Side note: Vivia is the goddess of time uh, and <laughs> and secrets. Right, that's the secret. Time is an illusion. 
Um, it's a big prank. Sorry, but no, speaking... I don't want to fuck with your, your lore. I just <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Uh, some things are forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of ringing and clocks <laughs> and time and bells, as Sick is leading you towards the clock tower, uh, it does. You do need to sort of take. Uh, forge master alley away from where you sort of picked up uh, and then walk past the temple of Sorosei, uh, who is the goddess of love. So uh, as you're walking, uh, the bells for the temple begin ringing and sick. You having lived here for quite some time. Um, this is not normal. The bells never ring here unless it's a, a major thing, like either a major arrival or a big, really important spiritual day kind of thing. Uh, it is not a big spiritual day uh, considering oh, there hasn't see, been one of those bells, in a while. That, that bum, 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 bum means something important is happening. Oh, uh, all of a sudden, people are coming out of every door um, down the street. People are murmuring, whispering, like, oh, my God, what's going on? What is that? Why are the bells going off? Uh, is is today important? What? Um, and you see a large mob gathering around um, the sort of entrance of the temple as you're sort of walking by. Uh, and you see a... An elven woman uh, with blue, with blue skin um, that sort of twinkles even on a dark, gloomy day like this, almost as if her skin is inlaid with stardust. Um, her eyes are a pale, icy color, and she's wearing uh, loose robes with a sort of gold uh, almost uh, tabard over over these robes. Um, Ten, as someone who has sort of been around in this society in sort of relatively high up circles, um, this is typically the garment of a very high ranking religious uh person um because the gods the pantheon the tree of tyus is very big in uh Vitur as a country right. um it the gods are all very well loved here um mm -hmm. it's, it's a very spiritual place um whichever god people follow there's well, almost specifically always... the gods of tyus but like the yeah spirit, that whole right? yeah the whole the whole pantheon there the major You're less religious major for religion. other <laughs> yeah there are worshipers of other pantheons throughout the country. Very few. Those are bigger elsewhere. Um, however, very few people are dressed like this on any given religious occasion. Um, so this person is meant to stand out as, uh, mm -hmm. hey, that's like, uh, their official title is High Chancellor. Um, 
but yeah, it seems like the crowd is gathered waiting for her to begin speaking as you're all sort of walking past towards the clock tower. Do we know? Does anybody Can, know? I, Can I roll a history check? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can you can roll a history check, yes. Okay, I'm just going to say this because this fear might be irrational, but I'm very anxious and high anxiety. This doesn't have anything to do with us, does it? What? Why would she think it has something to do with us? I don't know. Okay. I rolled uh, a 19. Okay, I cannot like, process those finger numbers. I thought you rolled a 1 again. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, and Eleni, did you want to roll something? Yeah, I mean, I live in this town too, so maybe I would have seen them at some point. Um, would that be a history check? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I got a 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So both sick and... Um, Ahara would recognize this is um, the high chancellor, also the highest ranking religious official of this god in this country, Um, essentially on this continent almost, but uh, mainly like this is the person who is sort of in charge of all temples to Sorosei across um, the country across the empire. Um, her name is Jaina Viteri. Ten um, House Viteri is also one of the five great noble houses in uh, the whole of the empire. That's why I thought that sounded familiar. Yes. Uh, ten is uh, like fiddling uh, with the sides of her tunic and has straightened her shoulders back and is very formal all of a sudden. Faina will just lean down to Ten for a moment and say, if you breathe out longer than you breathe in, the tension will release. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Try and draw your shoulders down while you do so. Okay. Just like that. Well done. Okay. Uh, but still looks, you know, appropriately noble. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Just a little less stressfully noble, you know. Um, I'm just, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to um, just watch, watch it all unfold. So you guys are stopping? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to know what's going on for sure. Join, joining busy. the crowd? Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe kind of staying back for me. Like Towards I'm the back of the, back of the crowd. But I don't want to be noticed. Uh, so it, it takes a few minutes for the crowd to gather before... Uh, High Chancellor Jaina even begins speaking. Um, The murmurings all around you, loud and some nonsensical and uh, some very confused and others just sort of aggravated that they were woken up so early, 
because it is still quite early like it well quite early it's not it's not even really 10 a.m yet at this point um so everyone's very curious uh much like all of you and eventually uh Jana raises her hands up and the crowd silences and she sort of folds them back in front of her and her voice projects loudly um without any sort of amplified device in front of her um you can assume she's using some sort of spell uh to sort of amplify her voice over the crowd so everyone can hear her quite clearly i apologize for the interruption of your morning for those of you who know me i am the high chancellor jana viteri i speak in place of the church in place of the temple of source i am simply a mouthpiece for my goddess and i have great news in a dream source came to me as she has so often over my 500 years as chancellor of the church Sorise has given birth, and a new god walks among us. That is all I have to say. You may return to whatever business you had. We will come to the people with more information, as the goddess allows. This child is the daughter of the goddess of love and the god of war. Now back to your days. And she sort of turns very abruptly, mass confusion naturally breaking out in the crowd around you. Um, and she sort of heads back into the church. Uh, and there are soldiers, um, paladins, uh, armored with, you know, the symbol of Sorise on, on their uh, sort of plate, breastplate. And uh, they are sort of stationed outside the door, um, sort of holding back the very confused and rambunctious crowd here. So, uh, new god? I don't know, is it bad that I'm skeptical? Ten is like whispering because she doesn't want to be overheard and is maybe even like looking around to try and gauge what other people's reactions are. Uh, there are quite a few people in the crowd who seem very worried, very anxious. Some of the older um, members of the crowd. Uh, there are a number of individuals who are sort of bubbling with excitement. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, what a what a time to be alive. Like, there's a new God in our lifetime. Like, we are here for the birth of a God. Would you uh, know when the last time this happened was? Uh, you can roll a religion check. Happy to. During this time, Sick would be like, well, this has turned out to be a very interesting tour. Um, I would like to conclude <laughs> that end of our tour. So, uh, Ranger Buddy there, uh, you can go ahead and go home. Everybody else, uh, do what you'd like. But you know, go home, Ranger Buddy. This is really weird. What's going on? 
<sighs> oh, honestly, why even make an announcement like that if you're just not even going to disclose information? 12 for 10. Oh, um, it's, uh, it's a three. So. Three? Yeah. Uh, you can't recall, uh, O'Hara. Uh, and 10, you have been raised with a proper education. Mm -hmm. uh, this sort of thing has there has not been like really a new god who has sort of come to light since the days uh, like as people roamed the earth uh, since the days of the first folk the very first individuals created by the gods yeah, this is not something that has happened in my 200 years of life and also not for a really long time before that. Thousands of Thousands years. Thousands of years we're talking. And I could see why you would be suspicious. Um, you don't think it has anything to do with our friend that's an imposter god at all, would you? I don't know. It crossed my mind. Yeah, same. I'm sure it's fine. It's just that everyone here is like accepting that this has happened and like there's been too many things that are just, you know, world shaking, mind boggling that I just, my mind is very boggled. My world, it is very wow. shaken. Well, gods are immortal, so thousands of years would be a day to them. Maybe they waited for children. <laughs> Although, it's very interesting to me that a god of love would copulate with a god of war. I wonder what brought that connection to be. I don't... Those are very are powerful married. energies. Though they are married. Yes. Oh, 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 I see. Must be a complicated relationship. <laughs> I don't know if it's any more complicated than my half-sister Palma and her, her husband, but, like, that gets crazy. I just... I am... I'm just not particularly religious. I understand that the gods have some impact on this world, and obviously there are things that I can't understand... I just have a hard time believing a new god would be introduced in just the days since we came here and started stumbling upon said greater powers that I can't explain. Sometimes, even without realizing it, small deeds can impact dramatic courses of fate. I don't want to draw that conclusion just from one speech with no information. However, I do understand your correlation of these ideas. What I want to tell you is that simply because you put something in motion does not make you responsible for everyone's actions afterwards. I think if you're right, which you, you may be, you may not be. If you're right, 
Who's to say that we weren't doing exactly what we ought to be doing according to fate? Who's to say this won't work out for the best instead of the worst? And if you're wrong, well then we didn't put it into motion in the first place, and therefore there's nothing to worry about. It may have nothing to do with us, but regardless, this is strange. I- Indeed. <sighs> quite. I'm quite curious. Fena, you seem so excited, but what if this is a bad thing? I don't... I'm just saying this might not be good. This this could be a trick. This could be deception. This could be worse than that, an evil power. I don't know. It's just... You're not at all You're skeptical? And... Yes, sick. Oh, it's not that I'm not skeptical. Sick is raising oh, their hand again. Go ahead, Sick. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say that with goblins, at least, every life, regardless, is pretty cool. Um, so let, I mean, we could give it a chance and find out. It kind of sounds like uh, you might be alluding that we were the, the midwives of this new god. That would actually be pretty awesome. Um, why not? Like, we could definitely find out more and help usher it to keep it from being a bad thing. Uh, but overall, like, only time will really tell what they do. So at the moment, a new life is always pretty sweet. I guess that's if you believe it's a new life. I don't know what to believe. I literally thought gods did not even care about us until we were stopped in the middle of time by Faye. So I guess just forgive me for taking some time to process that maybe I should be a little bit more religious than I am. <laughs> I don't necessarily think you have to be more religious than you are. Just because something created you, it doesn't give it the right to direct your life. And after all, God's created mankind with free will. I don't know. I just... I, 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 don't, I don't mean to demean your anxiety. I suppose... Well, I know that I have a unique perspective. But I think... At all times, it's best to expect the best and appreciate what is. And if there is anything that gives us fear or worry, if we can do something about it, no need to worry, we will do it. And if we can't do something about it, no need to worry, it's out of our hands. This is the only thing that gives me true comfort. And I don't mean to say it'll work for you, but it, it is what works for me. Ten kind of begrudgingly looks down. I mean, the breathing trick helped me a little bit. It's just that you're right. I don't want my anxiety to be demeaned. I need to feel it, even just get past it and learn how to deal with it on my own and I'm not there yet a lot of this is outside of my comfort zone I left home just a few months ago and then 
everything has seemed to spiral out of control in the past few days. Before that, it was fun and interesting, and now it's just a lot. Now I need pros and cons lists. Sick, we actually have to talk to you about your opinion, but I'll come back to that in a second. Oh, 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 okay. I was just gonna say that, like, to the goblin, the world is a big place. So, like, it's just taking one step at a time, a lot of the time. Uh, you just gotta, you gotta roll with it some days. And every new thing you learn is just a new adventure, new people to meet. So, I'm excited. I, I hope I could share that with you all at some point. I guess I need some time. And, uh... Ten is going to walk away. Oh dear. I hope I didn't make things worse again. I don't think so. I I think she just needs some time to figure things out. You know, it's funny. She... I know she feels at her weakest right now. But I just watched her overcome a wave of panic. I don't think she knows how strong, how much strength that really takes. Um, I think also she needs to be reminded that she's not alone in this. She must feel quite alone. She left her family and to be fair, we're practically strangers to each other still. Strangers with a common uh, goal Motivated by fear. <laughs> well, some of us motivated. I, truthfully, there are things that are more important than fear. And whatever we decide to do, I'll go along with and I will help as much as I can. But truthfully, I think one problem at a time is is best to keep our sanity. <laughs> let's let's give Ten an hour or two, uh, and then maybe come back when they've had a chance to clear their head. Okay. So Ten, uh, you sort of walked away from the group. Yeah. Where were you headed at this particular moment? Just away. <laughs> Just away? Away from the crowd, sort of away into your own quiet alley? Yeah. Well, she's really feeling the anxiety and, uh, frankly, the advice from Faina and Sick to just be calm and take things as you go is not helping. Um, and so she felt like the only way to start relieving that was just to move mm -hmm. uh and so it started as a pacing but also to like kind of escape from the awkwardness of the situation i mean two things i i feel like uh i feel like frankly 10 is the youngest and most inexperienced of the group 
despite the fact that she's 200 years old. Uh, maturity like, wise, though. Maturity wise and like aging wise, as far as how how uh, races and cultures deal with that aging process, mm-hmm. she's the youngest. And also, uh, this is her first time dealing with her anxiety outside of her comfort zone. Um, because the past six months has been smaller anxieties, not... Mm-hmm such groundbreaking ones Uh, everything is changing around her and it's it's not change she has any control of and so whereas before she could talk to her parents about it or you know go to familiar touchstones around her she doesn't have that here so it starts as the only way to get that anxiety out is to just move her legs so she starts walking um and that ends up just taking her. It's not specific. She's not aiming for a place. She doesn't even know the direction she's going. She's just gotcha. trying to get some of that energy out. So as uh, as you're walking, the weather naturally, with a crack of thunder shortly after, followed by a light rain. She jumps. 100% at, a, at thunder like that's the level of anxiety she's at just every sound is like <gasps> mm-hmm. uh, and then the rain is cool on your skin not freezing uh, but almost refreshing and it, it runs through her hair that she hadn't brushed this morning mm-hmm. which is probably good you mm-hmm. know and as you walk and walk and walk, you you get the sense that you're not exactly alone. And what kind of sense are we talking? <laughs> like crowds of people or uh, like... roll a D20 for me. Okay. Two. You two is actually pretty good there. Um, your sensitivity to certain entities Mm -hmm. is more heightened than others. But in this particular moment, it is uh, kind of off the charts in a way that you've not felt before. Not... Not even in the dreaming plane, surrounded by Faye. Subconsciously start moving that direction. That is one single comfort touchdown that I have. So You sort of veer off. Uh, not entirely outside of the city, uh, but nearing the edge, nearing the wall. And... There's a large tree, many large trees like this one throughout the city, sort of around the edge. Um, There are a few gardens, uh, but along the wall, uh, the southern wall of the city, there is one particular tree that is in a constant weeping state. And the rain in the in this area and the one individual 
standing beneath this tree, sort of hands in their pockets, eyes up. Everything around this individual is moving so much slower. The rain drops going in slow motion. And you walk and you stop a distance away with this person, this entity, this being in your line of sight, standing beneath this tree. What do you do? I just keep walking forward, honestly. It's like, um, as a kid, I would just follow the trails of light, almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even just wandering away from stressful situations, like if my if my parents were arguing uh, or, or even not, not even arguing, but like having tense conversations, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. how parents do it. It's not like a full blown fight or argument. It's just kind of stressful. And so she'd just kind of wander away and uh, follow those, those feelings and uh, you know, put her fingers out and, and dance along with the the fey lights as she went and so even here it's just kind of she's not apprehensive this is the most overwhelming but this is honestly even as powerful as it is more reassuring than being in a strange town with three strange people facing strange problems that were not hers three Mm -hmm. days ago so you, as you approach, they don't move. They don't move a muscle. Uh, but you're able to approach to the point where you are now standing side by side with this individual. And you turn and you look, and their ears are long, uh, very long, uh, and they sort of droop back behind them their hair a dark green sort of braided back long down to about the middle of their back shaved at the sides their nose long and pointed coming down very soft olive honey skin freckles dancing across their high cheekbones with golden amber eyes. They have such a warm, welcoming presence. Being around them, it sort of washes away the harshness of the rain, and it soothes you down to the very pit of your stomach. That sort of knot that Ten probably had in that moment Mm -hmm. comes undone sort of unties itself in the presence. She takes a genuine, like, honestly easy deep breath for the first time uh, for the past, like, almost half hour now, I'm sure. And Mm -hmm. she kind of feels that relaxation in her bones. And uh, she just kind of looks at the being in them back at the tree and just says, I hope you don't mind me joining you. I just really needed to feel something familiar. This is helping. 
Good. I was hoping you'd come. And they... They're dressed in sort of loose, grayish robes. Nothing fancy, kind of tattered a little bit. And they sort of hold their hand out in front of them as vines sort of sprout from their very, their palm sort of into a small sapling and they place it on the ground and they turn to face you. The, the starkness of their features um, against the, the, the sort of light that is almost emanating from them contrasted with the dark gloomy weather and the raindrops moving still in slow motion around you. It's almost jarring at first. You've met very high up individuals in the court of the fairy prince, you and the whole party in their own domain. Right. Yeah. Um, you've walked the halls of the fairy king and the sight of this being is harder to grasp almost than any of that. She is just like, for a moment, closed her eyes and just embraced it. But the second that they said they were hoping 10 would come, they're not on edge again because it still feels familiar, but like their eyes are immediately back open. She's like slid her gaze back over to them. Me? Like me specifically? They they nod their head towards you gently. You may not you may not believe it, but I am very aware of all those who are friends to the Fae. It's my job, really. There are so few of you. I, I never wish to intrude, nor can I in my current state. It is always up to the individuals to see me rather than for me to let them see me. I am sure you have many heavy issues weighing on you. Yeah. And I am here to help. I feel like I maybe have a clue, but who are you? Well, there are those who know me as the Fairy King. And that is where we'll end uh, tonight's episode. I knew it. I knew it, but I was still very into it. (laughs) Great. Good. Um, There is a theme here, if you all haven't noticed. uh, It's dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) The theme of this podcast is danger. Danger (laughs) deities starring... The people who are 
silly enough to join this podcast. Great. Yeah. Wow. Yes. The great. So glad this, to be here. This is not helping a hair as not liking God's <laughs> Every suitor all. has its strings attached. True. So I'm here. <laughs> Are you saying? This is very... I'm I'm invested, so... Oh, mm-hmm. don't worry, Eleni. Ahara and Faina are next. I wonder if... Oh, I am so it. excited for this. So I think I need to send you the, the rest, like, my actual backstory at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did yeah, have, I like, will. a 30-minute phone call about my backstory with, with Ro before we started recording the podcast, so... Your cat yeah, is cracking uh, me up. As always, everybody, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Viturium, uh, V-E-T-U-R-I-U-M. Uh, you can also follow me, Robin, on pretty much any social media platform uh, at Call Me Caulfield. Uh, all of these Twitter handles will also be in the description of the podcast. Uh, spelling wise uh, you can catch all my content on callmecaulfield.com uh, you can watch me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash callmecaulfield uh, follow me on instagram same thing twitter whatever uh, i do content uh, like this obviously there's a lot of really cool viturium content coming along here soon a lot of really big projects really fun projects uh, so keep an eye on the Viturium Twitter account for that because the Viturium project is something near and dear to me and it is huge and it is overwhelming and it is awesome. Eleni. Hi, um, I'm Eleni. Um, pronouns are she, they. Um, I play Ahara. Um, my cat's name is Sora, who made a bunch of noise this podcast. I am so sorry. Um <laughs> Um, you could find me on Twitter as Proxy Please, PLS, um, on Instagram as Proxy Picks, P I X S. I wish they were the same, but I couldn't get that handle. Um, I do cosplay and I work in the game industry. And Sylvia? Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Sylvia. I play Faina. We both use she or her pronouns. You can find me at the Silver Ace, S-Y-L-V-E-R-A-C-E, on Twitter. I mostly post D&D and other nerdy humor. Uh, I also work in the hardware industry, so if you're into that stuff, occasionally I'll post about some real nerdy stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to continue this podcast and love being here. And James. Hi, my name is James. Uh, you can find me at gravityfail87. I forget my own user handle sometimes. Uh, gravityfail87 on Twitter, Instagram, whatever have you. I try and find and make sure I get that before anybody else. Uh, I write homebrew content for fun and put it up for everybody to enjoy free of charge, along with DM my own games from time to time and just kind of have fun and play with all the rest of these these fun people. Uh, yeah, so best place to find me is on Twitter. Uh, if you ever want to send me a link or make a comment about how my voice is silly. <laughs> and Renee. 
Hi, I'm Renee Rhodes. I have played Ten today. I am she, her, Ten is she, they. You can find me around the internet. I am primarily on Twitter doing all manner of things at RayDNR. I post about my other projects, including writing, podcasts, and streams. Uh, but right now, you can find my podcast mother-daughter roads trip that I make with my mother, whose last name is also Rhodes. Ah, ah, ah. Um, you can find that at uh, bit.ly slash roadstripcast with the capitalization for the start of each word. Uh, and you can find my audio drama project, Call Me Any Other Name, on Twitter at callmeaoncast. Have a good night. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 B